0: Welcome to the football podcast with me Paul Neil, and me Paul Larkin with fun, frolics and football. Right Paul, right Paul. Yes indeed. Welcome to the football podcast. And we are coming from you, coming to you, sorry, live from Salubrious West Edinburgh. As as predicted by Jake Larkin last week, Paul is refusing to leave West Edinburgh after his debacle in North Edinburgh. Um, so with that in mind, of course, I need a co-host and I'm joined by the guy who does really care where he watches pornography It is of course the real Duke Edinburgh Mr Paul O'Neill <laughs> Thanks for that um, I, Sorry I've, I've not
1: got, I've completely forgot to get an introduction this week oh Professional ever Apologies bit, <laughs> you, I mean your f- positions are on a shaky
0: peg as it is, and is you know You're doing this every week People are pointing oh, these things I, out I, know. Um, I know. Now I've got to spring this up Before we get into the show You were at a wedding last night I was, yeah. What the fuck possessed you to wear a white shirt it's a shirt and trousers. Who the fuck wears a white shirt to a wedding? It's just a shirt and trousers. You wear a white shirt to a funeral. <laughs> Black tie, white shirt, like what you were wearing last night. I thought
1: it
0: was pretty formal. I thought it was just respectful. To the, to respectful? The... See, yeah. you're saying it, it's a fucking funeral <laughs> dress. Respe- I didn't go to a wedding to be respectful. <laughs> I'm not saying didn't wear a shirt. I'm saying didn't wear a white shirt. I mean, and also I've got to say, like, you maybe need to get a size up. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely a, a bit the It East, was me. just looking very, very tight, and you know, <laughs> um, you've got to watch these things because you're trying to represent the show. Okay, what's getting it Aberdeen one, Dundee now. Lewis Ferguson pen. Lewis Ferguson's ninth penalty of
1: the season. <sighs> it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's, uh, he's obviously <laughs> skilled at taking them. He's only missed one, I think. Um, but it seems like every week they're getting one. The so week, the only way Aberdeen can score, I think. Aye, um, they weren't going to score anywhere else. And then
0: the only really other thing you note know, was the whole bizarre Charlie Adams substitution stroke Mark McGee
1: reaction to it. Aye, his, his reaction was bizarre. I, although I kind of get his point. Like Kenny McIntyre seemed to really be pressing it. Like, why did you take Charlie yeah, off? Why did you take Charlie off? But this was
0: because last week he was like he didn't take Charlie Adam off Aye. in these situations and blah blah blah
1: but, Aye, but at the end of the day McGee's like, entitled to make substitutes to who he wants if he thinks it's going to help him win the game like, but I do think his reaction was a bit bizarre because it made it a far bigger, far bigger story than it I mean, be. I mean that's obviously what Kenny McIntyre has going to do is push
0: you know he's a journalist and he's a shock joke and all that push but you know I thought it was a pretty reasonable pitch given how much McGee you know talked about how how good an influence Charlie Adam is Um and just to be Just tell people Well I felt that you know We needed more legs yeah. Or this or whatever Then well, I mean, that's kind of What your job is
1: did, Really Did Adam actually Have a bit of a stroke When he came off Because sports the video he showed it So I assumed they had The reaction I think he did But
0: depression. again of course uh, Charlie Adams' friends In the media Would just brush that Under the carpet well,
1: Maybe that's why McGee maybe didn't know What to talk about If he just thought of, There's no point Gain energy to this If he's being a dick but, I mean, it's, but it's easy It's easy enough To bat away From McGee's point of view also yeah. just. I mean we, we
0: said it last week I said it again Dundee are, are gone yeah, As far as I'm concerned I mean. This notion about um, and I'm happy to be shot doing if it happens, but I oh, would just need to win the next three games. Yeah. You know, if they're winning, how many off season? Like, you know, you know it, it just doesn't really add up. And Aberdeen, you know, to me, just look like they can't wait to get the season
1: ended. No, it's a big win. It means that they're no, there's no there's danger of getting sucked into any playoff nonsense. Mm. Um, they were probably the better team, but Dundee had chances in the first half. I thought Aberdeen were rotten in the first half. Yeah. Second half, they, they created a bit more, but it's not like they're battering the golden or anything like that but I think, Do you think it was a penalty no but I think the one before it was of us, so mm. like it's one of these even, even themselves well, uptake things but aye I mean it, it was just dreadful and
0: it's actually like you can hear it in Willie Muller's voice every week he's always up there and obviously he's came through great success and victorious teams and all that and he hears guys going, "Oh, I said, you result for Aberdeen," and you he, he just tell he's thinking, "Fucking one 0 against Dundee, <laughs> you're all going mental, like." Yeah? Um, and now it becomes Jim Goodwin talking about, "Oh, a big turnaround in the summer," mm. which I can guarantee that is not the reason that they brought him in. No, nobody they they want, they want
1: they wants they, that. Nobody they wanted him to get of the players that were already yeah. there. But, um, but I don't think there's any doubt they do need a turnover. Like their squad needs freshening up. They've got a few good players that compliment them, but. Even guys like you could sort of hang your hat on like uh, Lewis, and that looks a bit rocky this season. It looks like maybe he's getting a bit older and whatnot.
0: Aye, uh, they were saying that. Uh, yeah,
1: they
0: were saying that um, you know he had been like quite patchy in the last few weeks, and um, was back to his best yesterday, whatever. Mm. Um, but. It's just I just uh, Honestly It drains the life out of me Even watching the highlights Of a game with Audrey It's just there's mm. Nothing happens There's no
1: atmosphere There's very few fans there It's always like Indeed It just sounds like there's, They never sing or anything Even nah. when they're winning or, or or picking up It just It nah. seems like a real lack, Lackluster place in them right? nah, There's a like great feeling I mean, About the club You know
0: as much as I didn't like Derek McInnes and all that, he brought stability, Aberdeen, he got them to make cup
1: finals and all that. I mean they seem to be a million miles away for that right now. Aye I mean it happened it changed pretty quickly. So maybe they could get that, if they get their act together they could be back. I'd imagine they'd probably be up to top six next season and to push on. But they need a big improvement, like. Okay,
0: Dunn United won Motherwell now. Um Levitt with a goal. Um they're looking no, no bad for um, Europe, Dunn United. Uh, three academy players In the team mm-hmm. Which is always a blessing For owners and all that But Motherwell To me Another does not just look like Just the end of the season now
1: I, I actually thought Motherwell were probably The better team In terms of chances They hit the bar in the post mm. But they just Never looked at Had any belief They were going to actually Get back in it like, right. Once United 1-0 up And as you say United are probably I think it's top 5 Europe isn't it So they're 4 right. six, So bar a disaster I think they've probably Sealed at least a conference in place so.
0: I mean it's one of the ones where Pam uh, Coach was asked yesterday about how what it would mean to the club financially to you get into Europe and I mean it's a bit of a daft question because we all know that it'll probably cost them money to be in the early rounds with the travel and that it's not, it's not going to be a fruit until they actually get to the group stage or anything which is a tall order Aye
1: you maybe get a couple of full houses that you wouldn't normally get if you, if you get through a round or two so ticket money but aye in terms of travel and that it doesn't start paying dividends until you actually make the group stages unless you get a real glamour tie or something Aye
0: which is doubtful with that fucking way of the competition. Um, another spectacular game. Livingston won, Hibs nil. Um, Davy Martindale back after having
1: kidney stones. Aye, I noticed that, aye. He was, um, he was quite chipper actually in his interview. And so activity. would Abby if <laughs> he'd
0: got rid of kidney stones. Um, although it
1: depends on what way he got rid of them, of
0: course. Uh, Pittman with a goal, a good goal. Mm-hmm. Took it well. Shirley um, done well in the build up to it as well. to, to but again, I mean, Hibs, fucking hell. I mean, they, they won their cup final against St Martin and that's it for them. Like, I would bet against them in every game. Is it? what? I didn't, even, I didn't even think they had a shot on target yesterday. Nah. Aw, awful. Um, and they actually, I don't know if you've seen it, but they actually cut to a shot of the fans mm. who looked like they were visibly aging as the game was going on. <laughs> that's how bad it was. And then, of course, they cut to Livingston's Stone Island Ultras, um, <laughs> which is just, you know... I kind of like the ultra stuff and all that, but I think it's a lot of them are starting to delve into a different kind of way with it, and it seems to be sort of pushing towards
1: casuals without actually... It's it's always been the casual gear in that, not it? It's like uh, appealed to them all. I mean, it's...
0: uh, You know, I've never had a Stone Island jacket in my life. I know they cost about 400 quid. I know there's a million and five coffees, you know, but... um, A lot of these... um, and the guys are the sort of guys who get any fights and the first thing they do when they get into a fight is, is run away for the guy <laughs> and then start coming back ever so slightly you know <laughs> Aye, you just run at each other for uh, 10 minutes it's, it's, it's it the pavement dancing and all that but no it was dreadful and the Hibs are another one you know they're talking huge turnaround the players and all that and ownership again must be like you know
1: but that's not why we bring managers in but I think it's but and Michael Stewart kind of said it as well he it's, it's a big joke uh, it should be an attractive job. But if they've not got the setup behind the scenes right, that's going to put spanners in the works in terms of who they well, contract. I mean you consider, um, for example,
0: you know, the one that caught in 2016, there was obviously the monkey off the back a decent chief executive in and the Demstar and all the rest of it, and things seem to be quite good behind the scenes. And then all of a sudden she's left to go to Queen's Park, Ron Gordon's put a bigger role, he's put the son in there, they've gone through managers, and that will be Something that potential new managers Are taking into consideration How long have I got well, and, and how big's the budget What, what did morning get
1: Four months Four and a half months Aye So anybody going in there Thinking if I didn't hit the ground running Right away I'm going to be in trouble Because they're, they're, they're hoping to gamble on this And get it right So anybody that's going in there Will be wanting guarantees And I don't know if they'll get them Given the, the way that uh, Gordon seems to be operating Gordon and Cell. Um, I mean it's
0: it's one of them Where like It shows you Football fans are this Every city of football fans do this Most people in them Um, The the bandy names Like Roy Keane Who's completely unsuitable For the job But the minute they see Oh Brilliant You know Fantastic And all that And it's like really Mm. Like Roy Keane is not I mean he's trying to get back Into football obviously But he's not going to Tolerate Ron Gordon and Sons Fucking Interfering And all the
1: rest of it It's maybe why The fans want him Because I think if they got him There'd be some kind of Some kind of guarantee Well it's a showbiz signing, eh? But I mean It doesn't
0: look like It's going to happen But it's just to me that's not the type of guy Hibbs needs. Hibbs needs somebody with a bit of experience
1: Tommy
0: right in there could be happy. Fuck <laughs> I so. Hopefully no. Um Harts, nil, no. Ross County no. Um, now I'm gonna uh, have a go at Hearts here. Okay.
1: The crowd. Is it sixteen and a half thousand or something? My ass. No, There's actually, empty seats everywhere. I actually did feel like there was a lot of empty but seats. But this guys is guys here's my going. here's my question
0: though. You said this week the cup final tickets go on sale. So is that a bigger preference than they're just like,
1: oh, fuck that game, Or just go to the cup final? Quite, quite possible. if people have what to choose in terms of what they're spending and whatnot. But it seemed to me there was a lot of season tickets I've yesterday around mm. in their usual seats. I don't know if it just looks like a dead rubber or it's the most glamorous game or whatever. But... I mean, it's, it's been three draws
0: between Hertz and Ross County this season. Aye. And, you know, it was kind of eeksy peatsy. Then Ross County had a few shots and Hertz seemed to dominate in the last period of the game. But again,
1: it's probably a much more important game for Ross County that it was here and they seem to be delighted with a point Aye, I think that was exactly it like, You could tell one team had something to play for And County came and basically put 10 behind the ball and just try to hit on the counter-attack mm. um, And I was actually quite surprised at that Because I thought at some point they would open up and have a goal Because a win's far better than a point for them A point's alright, but it means they've then got to probably beat Motherwell or Dundee United If they want mm. a European spot And then um, they were all right, they were organised and stuff, they know what they're doing, but right. it was a pretty dull game and it just uh, had that complete end of season feel for our point of view. I do think uh, Boyce, again, we seem to talk about him every week and they were missing a big chance. He missed two. The second one caught so, his feet a wee bit, but... what's the story yeah. with Sims?
0: Is he just being protected? I think he's or? had a wee bit of knocks knock, so oh, they just right, give him 20 minutes
1: of the game to sort of keep him ticking over. I think um, we'll ramp that up in the next couple.
0: Aye. But no, it just looked a wee bit like, we we need to play
1: this game, but... We don't really want to play this game You know We're focused on the cup final And it shouldn't be the case But Players probably can't help But worry about getting injuries And stuff And you're not quite A few Absolutely Absolutely I mean this is
0: um, Huge You know for them Mm -hmm. Um, Okay St Johnstone 0 St Mirren 1 And with that in mind We'll hand you over to our Lounge lizard Lenny
2: Just went. Um, I'm outside McDermott now. I'm the fucking listener of these Sitman man wankers walking past me. <laughs> Perplexed them. Um, made a great noise in the main stand. Um, back to our team. Kim, what? They deserved it. Um, we're fucked now. Playoffs, that's it. We've now got a look at the, the Championship teams. Um, Chief Chief starting. What's that all about? Again, just getting obvious fucking back up. I reckon what's going on with Carl Davidson and him during the week. Obviously, fucking best of buds. Um, can he give you a shot? Can he give you anything? Absolutely fucking woeful. Um, but you know what? We've just, that's it. we've just got to look at the next four games. I've now got to pick a man of the match as part of the fucking match sponsorship. So might be a fucking laugh. Um, maybe the ball boy will get it. I'm not too sure. Um, you're right, Tommy. You're right. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, four cup finals, stay up by some miracle. And then we've really got to look at the summer and see what happens. Because uh, we're in real boiler.
0: Anyway, cheers Yes, well, clearly raging But let's focus on the real issues here, Paul state hospitality I know, suited and booted uh, Far from right as well, I think it was a freebie He didn't even put his hand in his pocket Oh, fuck, I never knew that So, <laughs> he's basically abandoned the club the last two games right. And now he's not putting his money into the club I For know. this game I know. And he's got the audacity to complain about uh, Picking a man in the match <laughs> i have maybe maybe done
1: with the service Maybe it's no free beer I'll give him the chance to But I, I think he said it was Have you ever been in hospitality? Uh, once um, Chris today I was a guest speaker or something So he wanted somebody to go with him I mean, what, what kind of hospitality was it? It was a heart So you sit to the meal and I understand it's I, fucking hearts I, obviously But I'm asking what it entailed Oh it was sort of a three course meal Three free bar For two hours something of like that. Two hours? Aye, that no, after, two hours for and one hour after uh,
0: I've been got, there three times Once sitting uh Dunia United two thousand. Twice at Celtic I paid for the United one, another paid for the two Celtic ones. Um I think I was an invited guest by somebody. I can't remember that when it talking about fifteen years ago like mm-hmm. in the last time. Um but no, I mean it's is it any surprise that Joshua and such bother with fans like that? I mean <laughs> you, you know and you can tell what he's thinking about as he's missing the highlight for the SPFL when they go down uh, to our in the playoffs. Aye, right? you'll, get, you'll get some
1: spookies And that. <laughs> paint tenants at our hospital. When I mean, of course, the thing is, when's that going to be? These playoffs. Uh, I think it's the uh, week after the season finishes. Here, the league season. Aye, because the championship finishes earlier, so they do the semi-finals. Aye. And and whatnot. And so then... we
0: because we we we're going on holiday at the same time, not together. So we'll probably... Is it that week would be the final then? I think it is week, Ah, yeah. fuck. We could have waited and supported our brother and wound the cunt up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought his language was absolutely appalling there as well. Obviously, uh, obviously for fuck's, fuck's sake, I mean, it's like, one of the, it's like when you get fucking, you know, one of these Tory wankers that go to, like, fucking the inner city <laughs> and uh, look at me eating a kebab, you know? <laughs> so he's like, oh, I better swear and shout and all that He'd be down with the fucking boys, eh? <laughs> but, eh... Uh, aye, and, um you know This is basically A top flight SPFL show So We better know. get a Fucking act together Or they'll be out
1: I was, I was going to say that I fancy I'd normally fancy Premiership teams In the playoffs But St Johnson Didn't seem to be getting Any kind of spark at all yeah. they? Like, they go into that And that kind of They need a winner Or something just for form They just to... Inver, I mean they three teams Inverness,
0: Partick Thistle And Both will be dangerous I think I think so I, um, no, you, I'd still fancy St Johnson to beat them But like saying Inverness, you know, you never know. And and Inverness and I both are hitting form at exactly the right time as well. They're flying well teams? Dick Campbell said he's reinvigorated. <laughs> um, and I suppose just own the only championship. Did you think it's a bit bizarre that all the
1: games that are on a Friday night? Aye, I think they've obviously done it to show the last game in case it meant something, but um, it was a bit weird for, for a minute I actually completely forgot Fucking come on promoted the week before And mm. I looked at the scores And killed all the losing And our brothers were winning I was like Oh, it's completely done But um, but it's good for Arbroath To sign off for a win like that As well Going, going into the playoffs Because um, But then they need to wait well, aye. Probably two weeks it's Aye, because they're in the final they'll go in the
0: 19th. Um, because they'll be Aye, because they'll be in the final eh? Mm. so I think that's fucking ridiculous To be quite honest But It's all weighted Towards the SPFL But as a To be fair, Dick Campbell says, aye, it is, but if we get promoted, then we'll take advantage of it, you know what I mean? So, okay, Uh, Celtic won, Sefka won today, Um, I kind of had a feeling this would be a draw, because, you know, you're playing teams so often, you get to learn who can do what and all that kind of thing, and um, I thought they started better um, until we scored, and then I thought they were great, and probably or three great chances it could have sealed the game basically um, second half I think they went for a, I think we were kind of like didn't he lose the game kind of thing which is a thing But you know I was, I was disappointed in our performance I really was um, I thought only Starfield and Jota got pass marks but you know it's just been reminded me people I have to look at the big picture where we were last season compared to where we are this season you know we're six points clear numerous goals ahead with three games to go um, you couldn't really ask for a better position than that considering where we were last season mm-hmm. Um load of trouble at the game Was loads of trouble aye um, Bottle's getting flung and all the rest of it and Bother outside and Huns have released a statement Celtic have released a counter statement and have Huns basically said oh their fans are treated like shit and Burnley protected and i said, well, we're still dealing with the fallout for the Ibrox, because you mm. you've done
1: absolutely nothing about it. Statements like that, for both sides, didn't really help anything in that matter. Like, it's just trying to get their vision and events the it, so, first I, mean, always it's it, like I always think that when there's a fan involvement
0: and by that, I mean real fans, no, directors that pretend to be fans, I always get the energy people saying, right, and see this and see that, and keyboards getting battered and all mm. that kind of thing. And as you say, it's really... Who cares, basically, you know, but um it was interesting. What was sent to me was there was a guy a couple of years ago who was done with, um, go to jail, I think, for spitting at a priest on our lawns walk outside a chapel. And then he was in the safe end of the day giving it Yahoo. He was only about 24 or something, Ken. You're like, you know, what's the vetting process
1: there? But what was your take on it? Pretty similar to yours. I thought I thought they started pretty well and then the goal came at a good time for you and I think he... I, I could have seen you going to get a couple more at that mm. point um, Jotas goal was really really good for his point of view because very similar to a against him. it was aye but like Bada just goes to sleep and Jotas right. just got a desire to get in the, right. ahead of him it was actually there was, uh, was a chance just before it for Kent mm. it was the exact same and Kent never had quite right. the same sort of desire to uh, make that ball um, and I do think second half they were M- m- probably the better team, mm-hmm. and after the goal, like Sakala, missed a really good chance when it was one on one. Aye, um, could he probably should have scored to be well, Oh, should have. Uh, aye. Um, but I, I get why you'd be disappointed in terms of the performance. But as you say, like bigger picture. Aye, if, if you'd lost, it puts unnecessary pressure. No, they completely, completely It's pretty much done the league in it. So and it
0: would be. I mean, listen, if I was one of them and Sakala at the end, I'd be fucking spewing because as you say. Expect them to score. I mean Maeda should have scored a great chance um, with the shot and the heater. Guy. The heater's the one where you're like, you score that right on half time, it's game over, like you know. But you know these guys are learning, you know, they're in a new culture, a new environment, they've just come out of a season and they are playing. Because I can see that with a few players in Celtic, they're fatigued, they're young guys, mm. they played a lot of football and uh, you know it's catching up on them big time. Excuse me. Um, and sometimes, at this stage of the season, I don't think it necessarily helps when you're playing Saturday or Sunday, and then you're not playing in the following weekend. People think, "Oh, you just got a rest now," but sometimes it's harder to yeah. get back into the, the rhythm kind of thing, you know. Aye, oh, yeah.
1: maybe it's bad. Maybe it's better to have games thick and fast at this point. You kind of just want to get over. Aye, I
0: think it is because at this
1: point you are as fit as you are ever going to be. Aye. So a lot of it's about recovery did, and all that kind I did think that he's looked quite tired after about an hour of the day, Aye. but I don't know if it was tiredness or he just changed the shape a bit and like sort of sat off a little bit more. I mean, it was. I wouldn't. I would have picked Jack Amakis
0: to start the game. I mean, you saw. I mean, we want to talk about John Beaton. He booked him for persistent fouling. He only committed two fouls. Which, you know, were, weren't they, like, massively big fills. It was the kind of fills you'd fallen against with defending the 50-50 right. challenge. Um, and John Beaton's running over and pointing at all these fills he's made. And he's, like, he's just come on the party, you fucking dick. <laughs> Um, but I think he showed why he should have started because he
1: wrestled them and he jostled them straight away. It's, a, it's, it's an out ball as well, isn't it? Like? So he, he, there was a couple of times the ball went up and he's just, he just just gets his body in front and huds it up. And well, see me like,
0: Well see the semi final, right? Bassi was running out to Rogic and he, Bassi was able to do that because it wasn't no even proper striker for Celtic mm. If Jack Amakis is playing, Bassi can't do that because no. he's going to fucking challenge him. And when guys like Rogic, who'd always been my team would get me a space and time when the ball and all that, eh? But ah uh, yes, it's your football's all about the big picture and as I see I wasn't happy with the performance or that and you know sometimes it's good to get games like that at the end of the season. It's A so folk do they get carried away and B people need to remember there's a lot of money and players need to be bought if there's gonna be any semblance of competition in the Champions League mm. should we get there, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it wasn't that long ago that fucking Boda took us apart home and away and that I mean as well they had a good side, there's no doubt about that. But You know Deluding yourself If you're thinking That guys like Even Kyogo and all that Are on the same level As the top Mm. Champions League teams This wouldn't be me Playing in Scottish football Basically Like you know Okay um, I've got a wee update People are actually Starting to like this uh, About Jersey guy Jersey City guy (laughs) There's been a development Right So Remember I said last week About his uh, New Jersey Number plates uh, Four pas, Giving the game away He is now walking about Manhattan including areas like Gramercy, which Gramercy, if you remember, right? Now, is one of the most salubrious areas in Manhattan. When I was living in New York, there was people like Ethan Hawke and Julianne Moore and all there, right? Now, if you think back to the film The Warriors, the main gang in the city is the Gramercy Riffs. Now, I can tell you straight away the notion of 200 black guys walking about Gramercy, <laughs> no causing a stir you know what I mean it's, it's, it's for the birds but I'll tell you who is walking about Gramercy it's Jersey City guy and not only is he walking about Gramercy he's walking about with a fucking jacket that says Manhattan on it
1: it's, it <laughs> sounds like um, that episode of Friends when Joey's got the fake Porsche it's just, it's just another Porsche that's girl. it in a nutshell <laughs> he, he's trying to put
0: his imprint on a place that he just simply doesn't belong <laughs> You know, there's nothing wrong with you. I love New Jersey as a state. It's the most densely populated state in the Union. It's obviously produced some great TV shows. I've got a lot of great friends here. I've been in places all over New Jersey where you can go through New York and still be in and feel like you've been in New York and then you can travel 40 minutes and feel like you're in Alabama. Mm. I mean, it's that kind of um, way. But it's, I just wish people would be themselves. That's my hope for this guy. So, so, you want him to start representing New Jersey rather than well, Jersey City Jersey. in particular. I mean, Jersey City, you know, it's not the best fucking place in the world. Let's just, I mean, Steven Spielberg blew it up in War of the Worlds. That's where he set it there, Ken. So that tells you what he thinks about. It. But it's just about being truthful to yourself. You know, keeping it real, and that's what he needs starts today. Because, and by the way, I can post. Uh, pictures of this jacket. People want to see it because I, I discussed it with his cousin, and we thought it'd come out of an old lady's wardrobe, and probably it smith. sounds like a very touristy thing for somebody days stays to well, be well, I, by the way, it's, it's no like a tourist jacket. This is like something you'd buy you flippy Hollywood, <laughs> something that Pottsy and Happy Days would wear. You know what I mean? <laughs> Green with a collar and Manhattan on the back. <laughs> so, you know, unless you're representing the Woody Allen movie, then what the fucking hell are you doing? And then I said to him, "Look, I said I tell you what i will do. I'm not putting this up on the show if that costs you any less than a dollar." And it was like substantially more. I was like, "That's it," because <laughs> it just looked fucking horrendous. It looked like something really in of living memory in the 1980s. You know, the, the funeral parlour. But we're wanting to keep it real. And it's the thing is as well, like, just the last point on this. It's bringing shame to his family. <laughs> he's got a beautiful uh, wife, and and son, and daughters, and all the rest of it, and his mother in Glasgow, and they're all like, oh, this is really funny to you, but actually, you've got to get your act together, (laughs) you know, because uh, he's bringing shame, and, you know, his his grandfather, uh, Archie, God rest him, if he was still alive, he would batter him, absolutely batter him, so, you know, let's get some moving here. Okay, talking about Sefco and Huns and all the rest of it, cinch. Yep. We saw the absolute farcical image at Fir Park last week where some Sefco PR guy taped over on the media board at Fir Park and even the Rain Stadium, the word cinch everywhere because he Douglas Park own an arrival company. Now, as it stands, they're going to finish second in the league, get a substantial payout for the league, that's paid by sponsors from cinch, and they've done nothing to promote the company and now we are got to the point where the saying we might actually withhold the money for everybody Aye, well
1: obviously they to take money off other teams but it's a it's ridiculous thing that's been going on for like, the whole season isn't it but like, to get to the point that they're going to other team stadiums and try to tape up boards mm. like, ask who the fucking mother will let them do that I know yeah, I mean, you know, like, Alan Burrows I the man know. of the people that has got a voice of opinion on everything apart from something like this I don't, I don't understand why they would let them do that but also it's the level of pettiness is unbelievable man. I know you've got them doing no interviews with the BBC because of their petty quarrels you've got them taking up advertising that by the way the, the cinch partnership has been pretty good like it's, like, it's quite a it's almost like there's all that stuff going on in summer like, like top cinch and all that yeah. like everybody's got the part about it but because that's good when it engages with a brand because like yeah. like, they'll be happy with that so then yeah. it leads to further sponsorship Aye, but if teams on it's just bizarre but you? it's
0: amazing how the SBA have done oh nothing gosh. about this you know just let it go on it's, it's in the same way where the lily livered BBC they absolutely fuck all of us yet still give them exactly the same coverage exactly the same platform and all the rest of it BBC is infested with fucking Huns absolutely infested with them and there's one of them who is is an associate of mine probably the only hun associate I've got who works there and he just brushes off as if it's no big deal Mm. if this was any other team it would be absolutely non-stop but because it's them they act as though oh well it's just one of their things it's not one of their things and added to that the guy that they banned for the BBC Chris McLaughlin acts like the fucking unofficial PR guy no. Rather than just ignoring them They're
1: obviously them. bored Because like, they've got a lot of fans and everything so that's like they listen to the shows, they know why they cut everybody off. Aye. I get that. But at the same point you've got to make a stand if they're if they're having this viewpoint, it winds me up every weekend on sports team when you get the the quotes and like Jonathan uh, no. reads a move. Like why are they giving them that? And season? that means like,
0: you can't hear through the opposition manager yeah. either. I mean that's part of the,
1: the game as far as I'm concerned, the interviews after it. it I mean you fl- look at sponsorship deals in that, right? It, BBC have media rights and radio mm. rights, they should be guaranteed to be speak to them. Or, it's, or they
0: should be fined. It's as simple as that. Aye. But this is because they have lunatics, you know, Club 78, 70, 70, what the fuck is called, pulling the board here, pulling the board there. And also, by the way, the real story with this, it's not a day we fucking, oh, what's he, what he said, she said. It's because the BBC stopped having their fan representatives on the BBC. Mm. That's why they fucking got them banned. I mean, they're evil fucking maniacs, these people. But it's, the
1: thing with the Simpsons thing is like, Even if they think they've got a point, how's it not resolved by now? Well, because they're fucking scared. They're scared to upset me, they're scared to upset Douglas Park. It should be pretty clear to to prove either that they've they've had the right to uh, ban or or not agree to this or whatever, Mm. or or they can't prove it. It should be that's it. It's pretty
0: simple, no? Uh, Aye, it should be. Uh, One added thing, because it was brought up to our attention, you know. Uh, the drunk Tommy Brown <laughs> um, to, As soon as i seen the post Seen the time it's posted Steamboats <laughs> Aki Muner, if you're listening Get a fucking grip He actually stays quite close to this location We could go around and sit About him there now <laughs> uh, Can you just explain the deal Scotland have done For the team In uh, terms of football
1: Yes so Signed a, a deal With a company called Viaplay They're a Nordic streaming channel It's
0: already starting to sound shit for, like
1: For the rights for the 24 to 28 uh, so like the Euro Nations League and the yeah. World Cup qualifiers and stuff, and everybody's saying it's a shite deal for the SFA. It, it, it's, it's another subscription which is going to be a pain in the arse because they've got their launch on a new right. channel. Um, it just feels like it's been spread a very thin as a fan if you're wanting to actually follow follow football. Um, but I don't actually think the SFA say in it. It's yeah for centralise the TV rights for for like Nations League and well, qualifiers. so the SFA kind of decide who shows. No, the bid, the bids done by. So I think I believe they put Northern Ireland and Wales' rights as well. England's the only one in Britain They've no go um, Because England are still On the council telly and they've just seen The deal for Channel 4 Well this is a, another point So the play deal Is for 24 to 28 mm. 2024 20, 20, The rights for the Euro Nations League Which starts in the summer And the next uh, next Euro qualifiers Haven't got any rights yet Nobody's got them So there's nobody showing, At this point There's nobody showing them I do not blame them For that no, to be But like honest, the but. Aye, so UEFA centralised rights, so you've, no you've no got to say in it, via play, it's interesting though because I think a few people think they're maybe trying to play a longer term game for the Scottish game, because yeah. they, the right, they already showed games in Norway, like SPFL games, so they know the product right. and I think they're maybe angling to like for the next TV deal or whatever. I mean, it's, I don't know, I
0: mean, it, listen, nobody would be made pleased if Sky lost it, and, you know, because I think their coverage is abominable, BT's was good. And, you know, Sky just talking a token effort. I'll put on a couple of half-wits 15 minutes before the game. What do you think the score will be right? right. See, later. We'll see That, it that winds me
1: up. The 15 minutes before a game is terrible. Like, Championship games get another build-up and everything in England. Right. Like... And it's just representation, you know. Chris Boyd. I
0: mean, the guy can have a string a fucking sentence mm-hmm. together. And he's owned, basically, as the voice of Scottish football everywhere. I mm-hmm. know. It's fucking pathetic. Okay, on a similar theme, Richard Gordon has announced he's standing down for the Saturday... A show Sports Sound Not the Sunday right He's still fucking Got his fucking trough Well in there And he's now become Head of communications For Cove Rangers mm-hmm. And Was
1: pictured With a Cove Rangers Top on Aye Which He's an Aberdeen fan I know I know Obviously he's joined them But it doesn't mean You've got to pose a bit On a strip play. <laughs> Aye if I mean Now
0: Hertz have done Something similar So they got Charlie Manning mm. Who was previously Sports Sound I mean
1: what the fuck is the point of this? No, at that point it was like a spin doctor for <laughs> for Romanov because he was fighting fires every, every week <laughs> at that point. Um, I actually think Romanov thought getting somebody for the press on side would help him, but, we, him but, but the th- thing is, we
0: all due respect to Charlie Mann. Everybody knew who he was, but that 's it. He never really wasn 't he like mm. somebody who was you know at the center of the thing mate? and with Richard Gordon as well. i mean i 've had dealings with Richard Gordon, and to me he's just no how could I put it politely he's just a lying bastard basically <laughs> I dealt with him I, I spoke to him I've a couple of books about a couple of radio questions and all that just confirming for example that when the radio years and years ago used to have five minutes say, the, the first half and then the whole second half mm. that that was done and it was only they only announced at three o'clock where the live game was going to be because clubs genuinely thought fans wouldn't go if they knew it was on the radio shows so, you how times have changed now Um, But then I had a wee back and forth to him saying, how can you have all these EBT holders working for BBC Scotland when they were helping part and basically destroy the fucking game and destroy the competition? And what he said then was, well, the tax case has found them not guilty at the minute, and that was on appeal. I said, well, I hope your attitude changes if, if and when it does get found guilty, which I did, and it never Mm. He, you know he still backed up fucking Billy Dodds and Neil McCann and all that and I, I think that's disgrace I mean that's a big Kenny I mean this is a guy who gives it large about Aberdeen all the time right but he also um, presented uh, Rangers 9 in a row video mm. um, and that to me is like one of the names where it's like okay how much money does money do you need and what you know because real football fans would never fucking do that no there's nothing danger I'd be a I mean, Ali Beck wouldn't do that. When he's an Aberdeen fanatic. He fucking despise him. And he's a fucking TV presenter. he done it with Celtic TV, they bother. He would never do it with him. But um, I'm just worried that we're going to get Gene Lewis, who's absolutely fucking hopeless.
1: Well, this is the thing, like, I think sports that right. been a complete revamp. All these guys, there's two men in that are past their sell by the Young, Miller, Preston. Willie Miller goes to games and in sounds
0: like he's never enjoyed a game of football in his life. I know. So what's the point? Like, you know what I mean? Right? See, there's a thing like that that goes around Scottish football that ex-players, it's never as good as when they played. No. You know, it's always shite and they're always good at everything. No. I'll be honest with you, Like, I know a lot of ex-players and uh, apart from a couple, I didn't like talking about f- mm. f- football with them because mm. two minutes and they're on their agenda yeah, yeah. and they're on to, what
1: do you expect? And he's shite. But and like, this there, there are people on the show, like, Derek Ferguson isn't a great pundit, right? I don't know think. But he always enjoys it, no matter what game he's in. If he's in the championship, watching, ah, he's our plenty enthusiastic. He he's always giving it the big one and talking the game up. Uh, Guys like that are what you need for a show like that. People that actually enjoying it. They've got to sell it to you. Mm. And you go to you go to Preston, who talks fucking nonsense, and he's always got an agenda against people because ah, he's an agent. a
0: fucking agent.
1: You and, know what mean? You, and you go to like
0: Tom English, whose opinion flips. Uh, he's a rugby? He, Tom English is a rugby man who knows that nick he and to talk about rugby, so he pretends to talk about football. And all you ever hear from him is stats. Mm. That's his thing. i look at all well, the stats of the last 12 games, that like, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody, there is nothing that happened 12 games ago that's going to influence the game we're about to watch. But, you know, it's, it's a fucking, I said to him, when, when he first came on the scene, he comes to Limerick, right, He claimed to be a Liverpool fan, okay, comes to Limerick, and I told him, um, at the time where my son was staying, and he went oh a lovely part of the world it's no <laughs> <laughs> it fucking isn't it a lovely part of the world I thought oh, it's got a high suicide rate there's na- very few jobs and all the rest of it and it's just like you've never got a clue what you're talking about <laughs> okay, I mean and the thing is like he does know rugby and I read on a, re- a recommendation in his book I can't remember what the fuck it's called but it was when Scotland won the Grand Slam mm-hmm. again why is he writing about that but um, and it was really good you know talking about the England team coming from people's hydro and go clapped out by the staff and all that. Oh, this is great, I and mean, by the time they go to fucking Christopher Road, they have cunts already to kill them, you know what I mean? <laughs> um so but aye, hopeless. Um Michael Stewart, alright, but to me it's, it's 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 a bit it's getting a bit seamy mm. all the time, you know. Um you know well, you but had, even
1: Stewart, like I quite I quite like him as a pundit. But even the thing like talk about agenda is, like he would never let the Levine thing go <laughs> for Like at some point you've got like, that becomes like, it's not enjoyable for neutrals nah. to listen
0: to it, he, you know what I mean? No, I know it is, nah. it's a bit like, there's only so much, I mean, people like, um, yeah. constructive stuff and all the rest of it, but when it's just yeah. constant negativity, without really telling why, yeah. then you're sort of like, oh, well,
1: it's, it's like, like off oh, a tangent at me, but it's the exact same like Gary Neville on commentary now, every time he's commenting, to it, new you, he's just spending 90 minutes, moaning about the state of the club, like nah. neutrals don't know what to do with that, you know what I mean, like, you, you, you Well, that's to, the thing though, I think, and the
0: fullness of time, Sky will get rid of Neville and Carragher. Mm. You no, know, they brought them in because they were, you know, players that are just retired and they'll have insights into the two big clubs and all the rest of it. But the dynamics have changed now completely. Carragher's been away for Liverpool a long time, so has Neville with Man United. Um, but I just, I don't know, like Richard God, I mean, it, to me, we've got a you know, sports scene last night with fucking Amy Irons. I mean, Jesus, fuck, you know, I mean... Tell you a story or two About her None good um, But And then it's like It feels like We go Oh my god Wait a minute If they're having All these white guys On forever We better get women We better get black guys And all the rest of it And they didn't give a shit About whether they're Any good or not It just ticks the fucking boxes
1: You know no, there's, there's something that are, are ge- Genuinely really good Like I quite um, I think Leanne Creighton's Quite good Oh fuck no I, As a pundit I don't think there's a commentator. I think she's Doing the punditry She's decent but To me they didn't say anything they just stay sound bites and fucking cliches all the time. But Oh, it was one last night. Uh, Richard Forster was on uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video on the weekend attacking his own fans? No. The Partick, because they got booed off the park. Um, and they've just obviously gone into the playoffs. Yeah. And he's run up the, like, uh, on the terrace and trying to attack. And all the players are pulling him back. And the next night he's on the sports scene like with the that on. There, like he's caught. But he,
0: he's one of them who thinks that he shouldn't be criticised for anything. Yeah. You know, he was used to ranting and raving on it. Because obviously... And they finally, because they got name when they used to have sports sounder. It's been, I mean, they obliterated that because it was all fully Huns and ex Huns, and talking about the same shite every night. And eventually, they got to the point where it wasn't actually worthwhile putting it on. I mean, it was terrible the listenership, and that was basically destroyed by egomaniacs like Gary McIntyre and Daryl Broadfoot and Tom English, who just sit pompously telling folk, lecturing folk about this, lecturing folk about that. And Daryl Broadfoot, soon as a football expert, and you're like. You know, this was a guy who, like when Levine was a manager, genuinely was telling people that he was the assistant Scotland manager, and walking about with a tracksuit on at Scotland training and all the rest of it. It's absolutely, that true? Aye, absolutely <laughs> true, because what happens in that situation is, when guys like Broadfoot get a job like that, all the other journalists think, why the fuck am I not getting that job? Mm. And so they go after a man, eh, that's kind of... I don't know, but I just think uh, Richard. I mean, his time was up. He's sixty-two year old, which I know shocked you, but that's the age of him. The whole thing needs a complete revamp, I have to be honest. Um, but that's basically uh, assured. That we just we'll get back to this wedding thing, Paul, because I Kay. want to get into this whole. Do you, is it because you had a big wedding? You have to feel you feel the need to go to everybody
1: else's wedding. That's oh, my pal got money for invite me so. Go. Well you were there all day? No I was just night time well, it's not that
0: much of a pal then is It <laughs>
1: There's a small, small way then Ah, well it was
0: obviously aye <laughs> but um, Nah just, when I just Maybe we skipped scared to go to the booth <laughs> Well there could be that, But then that would be the night time eh It would be the meal during the day But I just thought you know It's like Alexis say on the young ones when I seen you I was like what the fuck is he wearing that tight white shirt for? <laughs> in a black tie They looked black in the photos It was no black It wasn't a black What was it? Was it was a helium red th- Oh fuck! So you were wearing red, white, and blue. <laughs> Honest to God, I mean, there's a growing number of people who genuinely think you're losing your mind, including my son Jake. I <laughs> know. Um, <laughs> and also, this thing—I need this. You're claiming to have been calm as anything about the refill thing. That's not what happened at all. You were like, "Fucking! Oh my God! Oh my God! What's going to happen? What's going
1: on?" I, I simply questioned. What- just come defending myself, honest. No, season but season your,
0: vo- your voice inflection went higher. And loads of stuff happened, but <laughs> I don't know, folks. We'll try and sort them out. We'll try and straighten them out. Um, there's only a couple of shows left for the season. He's already pony duty one of them, and on having to date on another night because he's announced basically. Um, <laughs> okay. But with, with, with that all in mind, we'll leave you with a song, hopefully that'll cheer you all up. We'll see you next week.